You're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 353 for September 30th, 2021. This week, we talk about pop stars, webcams, TikTok, Law and Order, Making Music, and Super Nintendo World. So stick around for the, the show. One, two, three, clap. Oh, well, so, someone's exhausted, and apparently it's not me. I'm a sleepy baby. <laughs> oh, baby had, needs to be talking to bed. You've had such a hard week. Oh, baby wanted board. Oh, I, I imagine you have many, uh, many a baby outfit for for Piggy, including bottles, well, a bassinet, the whole thing. No, I'm baby. Oh, well, then what's Piggy? Micro Piggy baby is. Piggy's micro baby. <laughs> baby baby. Piggy's baby's baby. Baby doll. Baby oh, doll. Ba- baby doll. Oh, ba- like like we're in the like we're in Greece. Oh, hey baby doll. Let me ask you a question. Uh, okay, sure. Might as well just just have this train start going. Yeah, because it's not going anywhere. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, do it's... you know <laughs> God that song? So me and Justin. Okay, I'm going to tell you the song in a second. Me and Justin went out. Uh, to one of our favorite sushi places and they have like a rooftop balcony. We were eating up there and they fancy. were playing. Well, it was clearly, it was just, it's just a neighborhood place. It's not like a fancy place. Mm. Um, and clearly a gay was like, had their iPhone plugged in and was doing the music because oh, yeah. it was like Madonna. There was maybe an Ariana Grande. It was mostly oldies that like older, like stuff when we were in my, like, middle school and junior high. But so, then, okay. Mm-hmm. Paula Abdul came on um, straight oh. up. Oh, that's why I was singing it for the podcast, which is not, which is you know, quite a ways before our time. Um, right, even for you. And that I know all the words just from hearing it. I guess my whole life, just on mm-hmm. oldie stations and stuff. But she has the worst vocals I've ever heard. I don't think I've ever really <laughs> listened to the song. Mm. It was like it was it was. And, you know, that's how vocals were in the 80s. They did this thing and they Mm -hmm. didn't have auto-tune and we all suffered for it. And (laughs) it just is there. The vocals are so bad. It just sounds like and I'm sorry to Paula, you know, because I know she listens. (laughs) Because I know she listens. But oh, my God, I haven't been able to stop singing it. It is a catchy song, but oh, my God, it sounds bad. So here's the real question. Who has the worst vocals, Paula on the original song or are you covering it inside your house? Um, Paula. Wow. Like, Damn. You need to go listen. Everyone listening to this, go actually listen to that song. Well, it so is he- so, it, it's, that was just the trend. I mean, mm-hmm. back then, those vocals sounded freaking amazing. It just hasn't aged well. And now our ears hear it differently. I it's see. not a trend now. It's a... Well, it's this weird, like talking, singing, but mm. in a, in like a, it's kind of, it's kind of like if you could take your, your voice out of your body, like Ursula does to Ariel mm-hmm. and then run it through like a meat grinder and so then run it through a it, white noise, a TV that's stuck on white noise. Gotcha. So it's, it's the exact same thing that I do to your voice on the podcast when I post processing it to get it ready to post every Thursday. It's the same. Yeah. I, I, it's, you gotta I, take it, out. Well, you gotta take out all the bass in my voice. Well, I mean, I mean, I've got a. I mean, Hello? I have to. I, I have to. I send got that your, bass. I, I have to send your voice to a, you know, a specialist to have it be. I got that. Know, that bassy. That bussy. Let's ba- not. Here's my bassy. question. 
Bessie, old old Bessie, Bessie. The old Bessie voice. God, I have a cousin named Bessie. I know, we, we know, Joe. I know, I hate. What? Go on. So, he, so here's my question for you. You know how, like, you know, since the dawn of time, the gays have always had their divas. You know, like there's, you're either like, I mean, obviously yes, you, can diva. Like, you, can, you can like multiple divas, but you know, there were gays that were allegiant to Madonna or you know Ariana Grande or Gaga. Or Nicki Minaj or Kylie Minogue. And like, obviously you can like multiples of them, but you know, it's, it's the, the tradition or whatever is that like, oh, you, there's one that you really stand. Gays always have a, a strong female pop singer that they look up to. Yeah. There's a hill that they will always die on. And you know, you know, prayers for all of the, you know, Nicki Minaj stands after the shit that she's gone through the past couple weeks with her. They're still stands. They're still standing, sis. I know they are trying. That is the hill that they're dying on. And you know what? It is just fun to watch. Anyways, I wonder, like, who are there any like Paula Abdul stands? Where are they? And like, how are they doing? Like the hill that they're dying on is Paula Abdul. Like, imagine what is she up to? If nowadays? I'm being honest, I didn't know who Paula Abdul was until American Idol started. Oh, probably that's me too. But that's, be- only... that's because that I, you know, I'm I'm so young and fresh, and you know, not old. I'm not even sure I knew what the song was until then, and then I only saw it. I only eventually like watched it because there was like a parody of it or something, and I was like, oh, this is it. I. I think this song is locked somewhere in my subconscious. Maybe I heard it in a movie or on the radio. But it, I, it's kind of like, um, who are those, who are those pop singers who now do like Sharknado? Like Tiffany? Who? Who? There are, yeah. Okay. 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 Tiffany. Tara Reid. Um, now she's in Sharknado, isn't she? I mean, surprisingly, I have not seen a Sharknado movie. I'm, I mean, maybe I have slightly better okay, taste so- than you. Tiffany and Debbie. So Debbie Gibson, Tiffany. I don't know who any of these people are, by the way. I know that they were like pop sensations that came before our time. Mm. Yeah, Tara Reid is in Sharknado. How did I know this? That was in my subconscious. So, no, they were in. So Tiffany and Debbie were in like um, Mega Python versus Gatoroid. Mega Piranha. Those those shows. Mega, Mega, Mega Python versus Gatoroid? Yeah, they were like those, um, what were those, sci-fi? You know, they're like Sharknado-type movies. Mm-hmm. And then they they really lean in, like, their purpose is to be campy. You know? Right, exactly. It's it's The purpose is to be a bad movie. The, pur- pur- the purpose was to have only a $2 million budget. But yeah, these are singers who, like, had careers in, like, the, they were teen idols, late 80s, early 90s. We would probably recognize some of their songs, but, like, we didn't grow up with. Tiffany and Debbie. Yeah, I don't know. Like, who is, like, do they have last names? Is that Debbie Reynolds? Like, what Debbie are we talking about? Tiffany Haddish? Tiffany Hmm? Darwish. Tiffany Trump. And, um, like I said earlier, Debbie Gibson. Oh, okay. (laughs) I just just imagine Debbie Reynolds. I'll repeat myself. I'll repeat myself. Um, (laughs) Debbie Gibson. I'm used to it. But yeah, yeah. What was the question? People have always had. That gay icon who's not necessarily gay. Well, obviously, your gay icon was Hillary Duff. Well, 18s and Hillary Duff. 18s. 18s were the first. They were kind of, yeah. they were the first band I ever liked. The first group I 
at first artist a teens. And they mm-hmm. they got me into music. But then of course Britney, I mean Britney was came out when I was in high school. Right, Britney and, Spears. I remember I had her second album on CD. It was probably one of the first yeah. albums that I owned that wasn't like a now that's what I call music compilation CD or whatever. I've got all of her albums on CD uh up to Femme Fatale. Mm-hmm. And then I don't think I own Britney Jean on anywhere. What you, Which, you didn't What about Alien? Come on. Alien is one of the best Britney songs ever. And it's very upsetting that one, what's his name, fucked it up. Like the demo version was better. And then two, mm-hmm. she didn't get to release it as a single. Right. Will I Am, didn't he fuck it up or something? I don't know. I think so. Whoever, yeah, whoever produced uh, that album. But, but yeah, that. Anyway. That part. So what, coming back around, um, we're just. Paula. We're coming to the, the, the conclusion that Paula Abdul was not the your gay pop idol goddess no she was i mean <laughs> when did when did paula abdul have her hits i don't think i was born yet i think it was in the 80s probably in i don't the 80s. I, I don't think, think she was either, an 80s girl yeah we were i don't think we were born i know she had that reality show and there have been some clips and memes to come out of that 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 were um i think people have called them shocking wow okay i feel like yeah paula all abdul of her albums nowadays, came out her first album came out the year I was born, 88. Gotcha. Okay. So it was, it was late 80s, early 90s. I feel like... The, and the my Paula... parents were listening to like the Beatles still. You know, we didn't hear it. I, I just, I thought your parents were just listening to church hymns. That was their, they were listening no. to hymns in the car. My dad used to, okay, so my dad, like obviously it's his business, piano and organ repair. He is so freaking talented at piano and organ. He used to take the pop songs I liked and play them for me on the organ. That is so... I, I want to hear... Just, like, by ear. Wow. I, I, need I a, know! I need a whole, like, Britney Spears compilation that's just organ. Your dad playing Britney songs on the organ. I want to hear Till the World Ends on organ, please. Yes! That's my request. Because we would... I would drive him to work in the summers. Um, like, drive him to all the service calls and stuff. And so we mm-hmm. we would listen to my music. Because we're not listening to his music. And then you would, you would and, lock, lock the doors to the car so he couldn't <laughs> stop, drop, and roll out of the vehicle when you're on the highway. And he would, he loves Hide and Seek by Imogene Heap. He, he, we had a video call on Sunday and he was, he was like, now what was the name of that song that we listened to like 20 years ago? And I was like, that was Hide and Seek by Imogene Heap. I mean, Imogene Heap is, is pretty timeless. So like, that is a very good well, song. Well, yeah, but you know, he, Anyways. Th- he was listening to the Beatles and hymnals. So. Right. Yeah. It was a my stretch. Pa- yeah. My parents were listening to the Beatles and the Eagles. That's what they listened to. And then my dad oh, listened yeah, to a little bit Eagles. of jazz. Um, anyways, enough about Paula Abdul. Let's talk about me. You know what? You're never allowed to like, you know, <laughs> say that I'm self-centered ever again. And like, it's all about me. Because in I'm, reality, it's a cover for it all being about you. Honey, I, I'm never, I, it's, it's not me that's saying that you, you talk about yourself. It's all the listeners saying that Joe talks about himself. I don't I don't ever hear what the listeners say. That's the beautiful <laughs> thing about a podcast. Joe Joe just speaks it into the into the void and then I, shuts down his computer for the week and doesn't take any critique. <laughs> I don't I'm not here to accept feedback. I'm here no to entertain people. Zone. If I spent if content creators, which you are and which I am, spent all of our time taking feedback into consideration instead of making the content. We'd be too stressed out to make content. Honey, burnout? Who? 
Anyone? Burn out. Burnt out. That's not saying we don't care what people think, but that's just being realistic. Well, I mean, I feel like the older the get, the older we get, the less we give a shit. Um, I love when people tweet at us. That is true. Well, I like when people tweet at me because I get no, I get, I, I, I'm, I'm in no one on the internet, and so I like any sort of communication from anyone. I, I take and I covet. Someone yelled at I'm, me on the street last night. Did they? they did they just call you the f slur? Because like that's what I would do. <laughs> yeah, homeless man called me the f slur. No, I was, I was. <laughs> and uh, then I got pushing an piggy. I was pushing piggy in the stroller alone after dark this was Let's, at like okay, 8 15 pause. or something whatever they said you deserved it okay that's what i'm gonna say is that if they hate crime it you, was something it, nice it, it is on you it was a viewer point. i was pushing it because justin was up the street and i was like he called me on his way home and i was like oh i'll meet you uh like halfway i'll i'll push piggy in a stroller up there and then we can walk him home mm-hmm. so i was pushing we'll get to you in a minute by the way i know you have some <laughs> stuff but we gotta <laughs> talk about joe first listen <laughs> We do. And so I was, I was walking it. I was pushing piggy in the stroller is pitch dark outside. And we were, I was walked past our favorite ice cream place and I hear someone yell, but I had already walked past. I love your YouTube. And I didn't turn around or anything because I didn't assume it was about me. But then me and Justin had to walk back that same way. And then they said it again. And I said hi to him. Well, I, I just assumed that it was someone who was like, okay, I'm in D.C. I see a, a skinny twink with the body type of a stick bug walking a dog in a stroller. This could only be <laughs> one person. I love that I was pushing him in a stroller like after dark when I was recognized. I, I, That's I, I the just, move. This is what I want. I want someone. Uh, well, I don't, I, I'm not. I'm just saying, allegedly, what if someone like kidnapped piggy from the stroller in the dark like a la lady gaga and her dogs remember that no, whole fiasco? he's tied to me he is literally attached to me in like several ways he's is there like no he can't leave me is there like a rip cord where if he gets like too far away from you you both blow up <laughs> i don't think that's what rip cords do i don't know if you know what rip cords do <laughs> what i i thought that <laughs> that's I, like that's like a dynamite diffusing like box where you push down the thing I, I, my mind is just, it's, I just goes at a million miles an hour every time I think about Piggy dying, you know? I, he's never going to die, so we don't have to worry about that. <laughs> um. Anyways, can we talk about me, please? We can. I guess I'll try to make it about me, but continue. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to say, speaking of burnout, I am burnt out from moving i am i am at my parents place i have i have officially moved back in with the folks they haven't kicked me out yet i've only been here for a couple days um we'll see how long i last um is anyone going to take bets on how long it takes before they kick me out onto the street your parents not going to kick you out your parents love you Mm. (laughs) Uh uh-oh have they decided not to you go camping with your parents yeah it's just like that but in a bigger tent yeah, just imagine we're camping, only we have electricity and Wi-Fi, and we're in a house, and we're not camping at all. We're you don't even have to talk to them. That is true. I have a little office. We turned the, one of the extra bedrooms into a little office for me. They're very accommodating. But girl, let me tell you, I think moving all of my shit... Remember, let's let's go back to, was it last podcast or two podcasts ago, where I was like, you know, I'm very thankful because I don't have a lot of shit. Turns out... I actually have a lot, <laughs> a lot of shit. Yeah. In turn, and you don't realize this until like my roommate moved out, and I realized that everything in the living room was mine: the couch, 
the chair, the TV, the coffee table, the dining room table, all of that was mine. Like that is all like she didn't contribute to that. Like she, you know, she essentially moved into a fully furnished place because like I had all of those. So it was my responsibility to move all of that shit. So it turns out I had a lot of shit and it takes a lot of time and energy to move all of that stuff into a storage unit, especially in that short amount of time. But my parents were there to help me. I was so entirely grateful. But I was fucking exhausted. I moved my shit for like, oh, I had a couple 14-hour days where I was just like moving shit constantly and like going up and down stairs. And then by the time I was done, I had to drive two hours to my parents' place in the dark because it was like 10 p.m. And I just got home, crawled into bed, and slept for 12 hours and my whole body just like quit my it was completely sore like i'm still in recovery mode like i'm just trying to catch up on my sleep at this point but she did it i like you know deep cleaned the entire apartment as much as i could until i got sick of it i like removed as much macaroni from the carpet as i could i called the carpet cleaners I, you know, I, I, I did it and now it's done and I'll probably get like a dollar fifty for, of my deposit back because they always nickel and dime you for everything. They try to, you know, landlords are evil. So I made it. I didn't die. And my whole life is like, wow. in a storage unit. but it just, it, it, the it, first it, person to successfully, to move. successfully, but. thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> it, but it reminds me of like you, oh. of your move from your, um, from your studio apartment in Chicago all the way to DC. And like, did you have any help? Did Justin come over no. and help you? Or did you do that all by yourself? That was all by myself. To be How? fair though, I sold all my furniture. You, We know this. I sold the bed. I sold the mm. desk. I ever gave mm-hmm. every, I had this huge fucking bookshelf, but that doesn't mean I didn't have to carry it down to the first floor. I was on the eighth floor and we had to put mm-hmm. it in the elevator. Oh my God. But let me tell you yeah, because when I sold that, they needed my help getting it down. I was like, fine. That thing, what, it's like one of those Ikea ones that's like eight by eight or nine mm-hmm. by nine or something. Fucking huge. And then they couldn't get it in their van. And I was like, I, this is I'm not bringing it back now. up. So it's yours. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> that's not mine. Oh, my God. Oh but my no, God. I had to. That was probably the most stressful. But moves are always stressful. Like, I don't think. Unless you're super rich and someone's packing and doing the moving for you, there's stress involved for sure. I'm just like how, how like how much does that cost? How much does it cost to have someone move your entire life for you? Because like we the did it. Of, the amount of work that I put into that. Oh, like not packing though. Yeah, like I'm imagining like you're rich enough to have someone come in and pack everything up and move everything and unpack yeah. everything for you. That is the that sounds like the peak of luxury to me. That sounds I'm at so the point. Nice. I'm thankfully at the pl- well, Justin's at the place where <laughs> uh oh. We so when we moved, every time I'd ever moved in my life, I had just sold everything and restarted put whatever I could in like a U-Haul and, and gone somewhere. Yeah. Like when mm-hmm. I left Chicago, I had to get a I had to get the massivest U-Haul and I only put like one 30, I only covered up like one thirty second of the inside with my stuff. Right. It was so but the only sad. one available was the giant U-Haul. The That's the only truck. one you were allowed to drive across state lines. And I was oh, like, okay. Yeah. So did that. Um, 
And then when we moved this past year, we hired, like we had everything ready. We had to wrap our own couches, wrap the TVs and stuff. But they Mm -hmm. come in and they take it and put it in the truck and take it to the next place. But I don't think I could even experience the next level of that. I think I would feel too... Like I, I'm good unpacking my packing and unpacking my own stuff. I don't want someone else to do that for me. I would right. feel one. I would feel like two. I, I don't. It kind of feels invasive when you think about it. Well, invasive, and then like I don't know, too privileged. Mm. I don't know. I don't want to be. I don't want to be that you rich. You it don't feels be, rich. Yeah, it feels rich. Right. It feels out of touch. If I'm being mm, honest, mm, out of touch. Out of touch. And I, you know, I don't want to be standing in the middle of a living room going, that goes there. If you could put Um, the flowers mm -hmm. in the vase on the boudoir in the corner, (laughs) you know, shit like that. I don't want to be that person. And I'm wearing all white. I'm wearing a complete white form fitted dress standing in the middle of the floor with a glass of champagne. My hair is in a tight bun. Very tight bun. Yes. Glass of champagne in one hand, piggy in the other hand with a bottle. And Justin's. Justin's in the corner yelling about stocks on the phone. Yeah. Actually, no, Piggy doesn't have the bottle. Piggy is is breastfeeding from you while you're drinking <laughs> champagne. Breastfeeding. While you're, you're telling people where to put everything. The flowers go in the corner. Yes, 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 yes. And yes. the TV must be hung at a 90 degree angle. Right. I don't know what accent that is, but it's it's because I only watch TikTok. Wow. Anyways, um, I I don't think I've ever sweat that much in my life. I don't think I've I don't think I I've been that exhausted ever in my life. And I I, I don't know. I I did a lot, and now I'm ready to just lay yeah. down, lay down and die. But be I be proud it. of yourself. You did it. Please, give you me did a pat it, on the girl. Back. It's the next part of your life. Right. Nothing like, well, it's so funny because I've talked to like a bunch of my other friends and they're like, yeah, I moved back in with my parents when I was 27. And I was like, oh, for how long? And they're like, oh, like a year. And I was like, well, I'm only going to be here for a couple of months, I think. I mean, fast forward mm-hmm. a year from now when I'm still here. Right. And they said, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, that was me when I went back to college. I'm just going to finish college and get mm-hmm. my degree. And it's great. My parents are letting me stay with them. Five mm-hmm. years later. <laughs> Honey, once you stop paying fine. rent. Once, which once is you... fine. I was going through health stuff and depression, and that's fine. My parents were very nice. I mean... And wh- during were... that, I bounced back like four times. I tried to leave. Right. You tried, and, you know, you had to run back home. You know, every anytime I'm like, you know what? I'm struggling. I just look at your past, and I'm like, you know what? And Joe ended up marrying Rich and having a dog and living in D.C., so I'm going to be fine, you know? Let's Joe found just, love. Definitely not Rich. Well, I mean, definitely not rich, but I can finally um, definitely not even close to rich. <laughs> well, but but, rich, rich to me is having someone yeah. that you you can marry and be and have decent benefits with have health our insurance. level <laughs> like me and you our level of money making rich to us is like I can buy Orbit gum instead of generic brand gum. Mm, oh, that is rich, rich. You know, like I don't have to buy, I don't, I buy head and shoulders. I don't have to buy Target brand head and shoulders. I can get the real head and the shoulders. The real head and shoulders. Mm-hmm. Girl, exactly. Well, yeah, that's going to be me. I'm going to Target today and I'm like with my mom and my aunt. And um, on my list is benzoyl peroxide face wash, not Penoxyl brand. I want the generic store Benzoyl brand. peroxide? <laughs> yeah, girl. Why aren't you getting salicylic acid? 
Well, no, I'm, I have salicylic acid for my face. Here's the hot tip. Benzoyl oh, peroxide. Oh, gluttony? No, 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 no. Well, I mean, uh, I'm sure salicylic acid can work for that. No, the benzoyl peroxide is an antibacterial and you can use it as a foot mask and you lather it up all over your stinky, ranky ass fucking feet and it helps a lot. And honey, I, I would know I about need, that. I need this after the amount of moving and the amount of sweating <laughs> that I've done the past fucking oh, five God. days. My feet are goblin feet and they need work. So that's the hot tip. That's what I need the benzoyl peroxide wash for. I can't feet. relate. Sorry, you have pretty, pretty princess feet. Beautiful like daisies. feet. Beautiful feet. Beautiful, beautiful little little skeleton feet. They're beautiful. Anyways, um, unfortunately, I made it. I didn't die, and I'm safe with my parents. And I have a little office, and everything's great so far. Um, who knows what the what the future will bring? Hopefully, my parents won't murder me in the night. But I will keep you posted. But um, I'm very thankful to be in the position that I'm in, that I could fall back on my folks. And hopefully, I'll find a nice place to move into with my new roommate within the next month or so. So we'll see. Anyways, enough about me. Let's talk about anything else. Me. Mm, anything. I mean, besides that, don't you have anything I'm else? I'm getting LASIK tomorrow. I need everyone to put it on their calendar. Mm-hmm. Everyone. Oh, this one of in. I'm having LASIK. I'll give you the address of the location if you would like to cheer me on as I emerge being able to see from the <laughs> Paparazzi, clinic. Paparazzi, please be ready. Um, No, but uh, oh, hold on. Did you hear the news about TikTok? Is it finally rotting everyone's brains out? <laughs> TikTok it says it's past one billion users. That's crazy. That's like an eighth of the world and you're not on it. I'm I'm so special because I'm just like not a part of it. I'm just like so be- much better than TikTok. Uh, it's got so let me so I'm re- I read this on the Verge, but I think they tweeted it or put it on TikTok or something. But um, <laughs> no, that sounds about right. Let's see the average. It's just this year that they like really the first quarter of 2020. Oh, was that last year? I don't even remember what year it is. Uh, they got 315 million downloads in that quarter alone. They've been going up ever since. You got to get TikTok. Honey, it's the new YouTube. Well, and they talk about in this article, Facebook launched Instagram Reels. Uh, Snapchat introduced TikTok clone Spotlight. YouTube got into YouTube Shorts. Right. And they're talking about how all these things haven't really taken off because everyone's just using TikTok instead. Right, but, exactly. Um, listen, my TikTok yesterday, I put up a TikTok yesterday. Popping it's off. got 83... 83K views. 83 views. 83,000 views. <laughs> Is it one of you being a pickle? No, I only have one of me being a pickle. This one was, a, I got a spam call about my extended warranty while I was on stream. Mm-hmm. So, uh, posted that. Okay. Wow. And, and you got 87 million views on that. Crazy. I love TikTok. They send your shit to everybody. You don't even have to look for your audience. They literally right. hook hook you up to the matrix and plug you right in to whoever you tag it gay. Everyone sees it. Yeah, every gay, especially the people who hate you are like, God damn it. I got another Joe TikTok. I got to delete my account. Every other comment I get whenever one of them goes like semi viral is, are you Disney kid one? <laughs> and everyone's like, or, no, I used to watch your videos. I still have your songs on my iPod. Someone asked when we're making candy coated too. 
Well, it's funny that you mentioned that because on my drive home, I I was manic because I was like, you know, everything was packed. I finally got it done. I was driving two hours back to my parents. It was the middle of the night. I was trying not to hit deer on the highway because, you know, we live in Montana. I was like, I'm going to put on our candy-coated EP in my car because I don't think I've listened to it in my car because why would I listen to my own music? I'm not self-centered. And let me tell you- I listen to it all the time. It's good music. Let me tell you- objectively after not listening to it for like a year that shit slaps that that's a I know good fucking we made EP. we did that we made really good music we fucking did that well maybe you know eventually we'll make you know another ep for candy coated or young and free part two but also i was thinking about how you know young and free part one is called young and free part one and it's kind of like I, I feel like the aesthetic of having a part one and never never having a part two is very on brand for you well, yeah, I, I go through phases. And also, <laughs> I have Wait, no desire to go, make any more. Like, you go through phases? Under the Joseph Bird song, my real name, I don't have any desire to ever release any more music. You're dead. Your you're, you're full real name is dead. I would 100% make candy-coated music. But as far as like that, because that's like a, that feels more like a, like a thing, like a project. Yeah, it's a project. It's not. I don't yeah, want to release more collaborative. Like a, I'm not going to release like a sad, a sad album under my own name, unless was, it's like that was a phase. Unless it's like depressing ukulele songs or right something. when you when you and Justin go through the messy divorce, then that'll happen. <laughs> and it's a whole Adele moment. You're really rooting for me to lose. <laughs> No, I'm just saying that I need more money. I need more royalties. And if we need to get that songwriting going again, you know, with that really yeah, sad depression energy. Most of my my creative output put was really good when I was like, well, I wouldn't say really good. I would say the music part was, but like mm-hmm. everything else suffered. I was right, exactly. upset all yeah, the it's, time. It's, it's funny how that happens because with me, like I, I mean, I was I, like, I, I was creatively like making music all the time and it was like what I did because I didn't have any other out, outlets in terms of my creative energy. And now I have the podcast and I have work and I, when I do other audio stuff and I work for other people and, and so I don't really have like that pent up energy to like push towards music making, which is in a way kind of sad, but in another way, it's kind of like, oh, we all grow. We all, you know, go through different phases in our lives. And I, I'm just assuming that I'll pick up music again eventually. And when I do, it's over for you, hoes. But for the meantime, I'm taking a break, girl. I'm living my life. I'm doing it what makes me happy. It is interesting. I get what you, you're saying, because it's like, I'm, I'm now feeling a lot more creative then, like, not necessarily in the same ways, right? Creative, as when I was but depressed, in, but in different ways, right? You're using that energy in well, different outlets, like, different outlets, and like leaning into enjoying what I'm doing. Like, I love streaming on Twitch. It's so fun to talk to the people. It's fun to not like when when I look back. I love that music that I made that I released as Joseph Birdsong, but it was all like a really kind of messy, horrible time of my life. Right. And it was like, and I, I, I would say I enjoyed the process of making the music, but everything else was pretty bad. You <laughs> right, know? exactly. And now I'm like, You're I don't have so much totally, invested. Totally, totally different place. Yeah, it is. It's a totally different place. I'm not as, it's, I would rather do it for fun now 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like right. instead of trying to do something with it, like I'm not looking to make music and then like perform with Billie Eilish or something. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm, well, I'm I'm glad that that's not the fun. goal. That was that's never the goal. But <laughs> Joe for some people, Billie it Eilish. is though. Right. Some people are like, and and that's fine if you can aspire to stuff, but. Mm-hmm. If you're not having fun, then what's the point? Yeah, I think for me, you know, back when when we were making music together and that's like what we were doing, I feel like that the the reason why I was like pushing towards it is because that was a like the main creative outlet that I that I had for my creativity was was making music and in you know, mixing and working with you and stuff. But then I think the other part of it was that I didn't have anything else that was really making me that happy. Like that was the one mm. thing. And so nowadays where I'm like, okay, I have antidepressants that make me happy. I have a therapist. I have friends. I have work that I, that makes me happy. I'm like moving forward with my life. Like I'm, I'm more busy in terms of, you know, creativity. And also, you know, I'm not, I'm not totally centered on this one thing where like, this is the only thing that is making me happy at the moment and everything else fucking sucks. And so that energy is more spread out instead of like pinpointed on that one thing, which I feel like is a lot more healthy in terms of like living but in the other aspect it's like i'm not working on making music because i have other things that are making me happy currently so maybe you know when my parents kick me out of this place and i'm you know living on the street and i just have a little casio keyboard then i'll start producing music again sure i'll have lyrics (laughs) ready for you yeah joe will have lyrics ready or he'll have my number blocked one of the two (laughs) we'll see i've got songs written sis they're in the vault no one's ever heard them Uh uh-huh they are years ago Mm-hmm. From the vault, sis. I have demos that we've made that no one's ever heard. We've got, we can release the, uh, oh my God, you know, like how the postal service, like, was it 10 years later or 20 years later, 15, some anniversary, mm-hmm. they just re-release the same album, but then they add on like three demos or something. Oh yeah. That's what the Spice Girls are doing with their like 20th anniversary. There you go. Oh, we still need to sell the fucking Young and Free Part 1s. We do. I have like five of them. I've got like 200 of them. (laughs) We need to, you need to like, we need to sign them or something. And then we always talk about this and we never do it. I know. Life. We'll do it eventually. They're literally in the closet, like in the house. I mean, that's where they belong. Let's be honest. We got to sell them before people stop caring about us. I I mean, I think that point's already come and gone. (laughs) Let's, I don't think so. We got the writer. We have one of the, this comes after saying, like, I don't want to hear anyone's feedback. Um, they, Con- <laughs> we do have one of the, We have one of the best fucking audiences. Like, there is not that anyone is so toxic. Maybe not anyone. No one ever vocal who, like, is toxic to us. I mean, there I'm been ready a for couple. the drama. There have been a couple. But <laughs> they, they leave once they realize they're not welcome because it's not a toxic place. We're not like Joe Rogan's. This isn't like Joe Rogan's audience. Do you know what oh I mean? Oh my God. Can you imagine? Like we're kind of blessed to be screaming into an echo chamber of people exactly like us. That is true. It's it's good to be thankful. It's good to be, to know what we have and cherish it. Um. Anyway, TikTok hit a billion users and I don't know why Joe's we started that billion. everything else. I just want to say I'm really carrying this app. Because this news comes out after I joined it just a couple months ago. So and the timing is suspicious, is what you're the saying. The timing is suspicious. <laughs> it's um, 
causation, correlation, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, My back's hurting from carrying them is what Mm -hmm. I'm saying. Right, 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 right. It's on your shoulders. All of TikTok is on your pickle shoulders. Yeah, essentially. Okay, I've got one more. Okay. Okay, so we all know Super Nintendo World opened in Japan, right? Oh, yeah. Like last year, maybe? COVID, yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's been doing it as good as it would. It's what hasn't been doing as good as it would have if you know it was not a pandemic thing, a pandemic. Um, okay, well they're adding on to it already. Uh, they've officially announced. I think uh, they're expanding it to have a Donkey Kong area as well. Mm. So right now you have the Mario area. You know you got like Peach's Castle, whatever. Um, Nintendo confirms that Donkey Kong Zone is going to open in 2024. Mm-hmm. It will be a significant addition that increases the overall size of Super Nintendo World by 70%. It's, it really does look huge. Um, going to have a roller coaster, interactive experiences, themed merchandise, and food. Guests will be able to walk on the wild side through the lush jungles while Donkey Kong and his friends... Oh, where Donkey Kong and his friends live. It's mm. a game changer that combines the innovative technology and globally popular approach to theme park entertainment of Universal with the creativity of Nintendo. Okay. I ha- uh where uh, why isn't it Daisy World? <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you. No, no, no. I'm continuing. Someone's a little bit jealous is what I'm hearing. Daisy has literally her own world that has never been explored beyond Super Mario Land. It's called Sarasa Land. She rules her own kingdom and it's like quadruple the size of the Mushroom Kingdom. And it has like all these different zones. And here we are. That that could be like an entire section of the theme park. There's like desert world. There's like you know, underwater or whatever, and they have their own individual animals. We need to expand on this. I think we found, you know, at the beginning of the podcast, we were talking about how, you know, what is more sad than people that stand Paula Abdul? I think I found, I think I found a, a, a gay icon that is slightly more D-list than Paula, and I think it might be Daisy. She sure is a, de- a gay icon. Okay, because <laughs> let me tell you, because let me tell you, Peach, I don't have anything against peach but i do we, have no issue, we know like, you have love, a restraining order against or peach has a restraining order against love you peach. more like love peach however she, she's literally made which daisy's made by men too but daisy's meant to be annoying to men peach was made by men to be appealing men. to men to be all of these things that these men want a woman to be quiet docile concerned a about princess. appearance Mm-hmm. A princess. Daisy was created as like the antithesis of Peach to be Ugly, loud, annoying, sporty, loud, yeah, horrible, yes, loud, stinky, not as attractive. Um, okay, you stop disgusting. saying words. Disgusting. Not disgusting, <laughs> but literally, she was created to be like not what people, not what men desire. Whatever mm-hmm. these dumb old constructs are, which are outdated and should never have been. In, in the first Gay place. icon. And so Daisy is like brushed aside when she is, she's the gay icon in the Mario universe. Uh, her and Birdo, gay icons, queer mm-hmm. icons. Queer icons, truly. And it's just, and they're just always brushed to the side. Wow. And you know what? We're busting out. The Sims busting out? We're busting out of here. 
And I'm well, ready so, to take it mainstream, the so movement. Here, here's my question. Who is voicing Daisy in the new untitled Mario film that got announced during this last Nintendo Direct? They didn't even, I don't even think she's in it. They didn't even say she doesn't they have didn't a voice. They didn't even consider her. Mm-mm. Well, and yet my here is, we have here Chris we have Chris fucking Pratt, Pratt as Mario, mega church attender, mm-hmm. allegedly. <laughs> I think it's confirmed <laughs> at this point. Fucking Anya <laughs> Taylor Joy as Princess Peach. I'm over the whole cast. If I'm being honest, I don't like any of it. Well, wait, wait, except for um. Seth Rogen's a little bit perfect as Donkey Kong. Yeah, I feel like he definitely is Donkey Kong to me. Except for, because like Donkey Kong has never had a voice really, you know? Right. I feel like Seth Rogen can can just kind of make gorilla noises and it would be perfect for Donkey Kong. It'll be, he'll just like get high and step into the booth mm-hmm. and it'll just be okay. It'll be, it'll be fine. Perfect. So here's my question. The, the, the voice of Mario, Charles Martinet, is still alive and kicking they could have hired him to play mario he's in yet, the movie yeah yeah he's in the movie as quote various other characters in the franchise end quote yet they hire chris pratt to voice mario well not only have they hired have they not hired the original voices they didn't even hire voice actors they they hired actors actors there are voice actors who would who would die Kill for these careers for this job mm-hmm. yes and these are this what i mean that's their whole job that's their whole thing they know how to do it well they can imitate voices they can they know the how to enunciate certain things like that's their whole gig they well, just so- wanted the star power and they looked at america and they said what's america chris pratt right. yeah Mm-mm. yeah jack black mm-hmm. oh my god which, Fred Armisen. He, I guess he's fine. I don't know much about Jack Black, but Chris Pratt's not the move, and I'm not going to be seeing it. Well, so here's the thing, you know, I feel like voice actors would kill to, you know, be a part of this movie, but I feel like this movie is going to kill the acting career for every person involved in this because if you don't oh, no. know, if you don't know this movie is produced by the same studio that made the Minions and Despicable Me. And so I... Which are huge franchises and have made billions of dollars. But but no one likes Let me them. tell you, you can't stop a, a straight white man, okay? <laughs> Even if this stra- tanks, Chris Pratt's going to be CEO. fine. He's going to be fucking fine. All these, all these men are going to be fine. I just can't wait for this movie to be awful and for it to make billions of dollars. The gays were dragging chris pratt to hell on TikTok. good i mean yeah. they, were, they were dragging him on twitter as well it i just when i saw that i was just like i'm out i'm done anyways i'll buy splatoon 3 oh yeah splatoon 3 lol and then bayonetta 3 hey girl that trailer was in 15 frames per second and looked like it was made for the PlayStation 1. And I ate it up like I well, hadn't been fed in months. Well, because Bayonetta fans haven't been fed in, since 1995, apparently. I don't even like, I've never played a Bayonetta game. Like, I support, like, Bayonetta as a character is incredible. But, like, even though that trailer was, like, essentially rendered on a PS1, I ate it up as well. And I'm not even, like, a stan. I was like, this looks I dope. love Bayonetta. I am a Bayonetta stan. Talking about gay icons, Bayonetta. I mean, the gays honest, love Bayonetta. Those, That's what we pigtails? wanted to be. With those pigtails we wanted, in, that, in that trailer? Is there what? 
with oh, the, the pigtails. Pig so there's uh, uh there's uh theories that that's actually Cereza. So Bayonetta is like split the timeline or something in Bayonetta two, and Cereza okay. is like the younger version of her. So people and she has that the pigtails. So people are speculating: new voice actor, new Bayonetta, new Cereza. Interesting. The, I don't know there's about deep that. lore. There's lore, Sam. Mm, lore. 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 But yeah, I, I'm very excited about it. I I hope it's good. I mean, it, uh, who knows? It's been they've, it's been in the works for like seven goddamn years or something. So who knows? They canceled the so when it was first announced four years ago, I pre-ordered mm-hmm. it on Amazon. They put up the pre-order because it was like not sixty dollars. Sometimes the pre-orders mm. are cheaper. So mm-hmm. I pre-ordered it. And then after like three and a half years, they were like, we're going to cancel it. Take it yeah. off the website. <laughs> so hopefully they put it back up again and I can re-pre-order it. Mm, for but, 60 actual dollars. Yeah, we'll see. We'll Anyways, see. I'll pay that, it. Um, We should have we talked more about the Nintendo Direct because like N64 games are going to be coming. Sega Genesis games, which I mean, apparently like there's probably like eight people out there that care about that. The only thing, if they re-released, the only game I played on Sega Genesis was the Pocahontas game. Anyone else? No. I was the only person that played it and I fucking loved that game. You got like... You got like animal powers and it was the music was beautiful and it was pretty and Pocahontas. Anyways, that was the only I don't think they're going to re-release that on the virtual console for Sega Genesis on the Switch. Let's look it up. I We played um the X-Men game on Sega Genesis. Oh, was that Oh, I good? know the Pocahontas game. It was released on other things, too, wasn't it? Yeah, but for some reason, we played it on Genesis. Like we would rent a Sega Genesis from the video store and only play that game. No idea. I think we... Oh, yeah. I've definitely played this. Uh, it was on Game Boy, too. Mm, that makes sense. Anyway, um, yeah, that's exciting. I'm excited about that news. I'm just curious because they said it's going to be like an add-on to the existing Nintendo Switch Online service. So it's going to be an additional fee. So I'm curious how much more money it's going to be to have the Nintendo 64 and Sega Genesis games. Yeah. It's, oh, it, they're well. going to charge you more money. It's probably only like, I mean, Nintendo Switch Online is not very much money in general. So it's probably an extra couple bucks a month. I'll get Hopefully. it. Their I'll service it just ain't worth it. To play fucking Banjo-Kazooie, which is crazy that they're going to put that on the thing. Oh, and, they're putting uh, Banjo-Kazooie on it? Yeah, Rare and That's Nintendo fine. struck a deal with that. And they're going to put uh, Banjo-Kazooie on the Nintendo Switch Online. It's crazy. Anyways, should we move on to your cheese? I'm just desperate for a cheese this week. It's cheese of the week. So mm. I I broke the soda stream last night. Oh, did you try to carbonate milk again? <laughs> I, I was <laughs> I was trying to carbonate my fish and milk smoothie. Mm, delicious. Oh, God. No, it's like, a protein shake. Our soda stream is like between five and ten years old. Justin doesn't know when he got it, but it was before he met me. Five uh, and ten years old was it? Was it made out of clay? I was trying to find. Did it you old think material. that plastic didn't exist ten years ago? No, it didn't. I thought it was. You know, I thought it was a recent invention. Did they have plastic when? Our, I don't think they had plastic when our parents were born. I don't know. I don't want to get into it. Let's anyway, not get into that. Uh, so I was. I was. It's always been kind of off. Ever since I've even known Justin, like it makes a squealing mm. sound, and we just live with it. I but, feel like the squealing sound is is part of the feature set of it. It's like kind of part of it, but this was like a little too much of the squeal. It mm. wasn't supposed to do this squeal. It was squealing, squealing like a hog, a little, a little too much. 
So I was uh, I was carbonating some water and the, the our little nozzle kind of gets stuck and I didn't think it was pumping any air out. So I held it in for like extra long and it like blew up, like not exploded, but like the bottle like popped out of it because it was carbonating. I just couldn't mm-hmm. I just didn't know it. You're, you were and, just um, stupid. I thought the bottle cracked, but it didn't. But the the unit itself is definitely broken. So I had to order us a new soda stream. Uh-oh. I think I got, I don't know, whatever their newest, newest model is, the Terra. But I got, I went to a re- retail me not, and I got a 20% off coupon that actually worked. And so I got 20% <gasps> off. A coupon that actually works? That's rare. Yeah. On those fucking sites, mm-hmm. I never always work. go to those sites before I buy I mean, anything online. Me too. And 90% of the time, none of the coupons work. But that 10% where it does, you feel like a god. And this was 20%. It's like $100 a soda shame. Got it for $80. Nice job. Look at you. And it comes with like one of the canisters as well as a new bottle, which we probably need. So mm. that was nice. That was a good deal. Um, So I went, because it's going to be like four to seven days before it gets here. And I don't like regular water. I can only drink fizzy water now. And I oh, drink it plain. such a... Such an ass. I swear to God. I've come a long way. I used to hate fizzy water. I will only drink fizzy water now. It has to, and I I drink it plain now. Plain fizzy water. No sugar, no sodium, no flavors. It's just water with carbon, carbon, uh, you know, CO2, whatever that is. (laughs) With carbon. It got carbon mon uh, mon carbon, carbon monoxide. <laughs> it's carbon. Mm, Joe Joe <laughs> Joe doesn't actually take in oxygen. He takes in carbon monoxide. That's how he thrives. Carbon monoxide. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Carbon monoxide. Uh, mm-hmm. So I had to go. I went down to the CVS and I was looking for their just straight up seltzer water, just you know carbonated water. Mm-hmm. I ended up getting Lacroix because they have one called Pure Pure, which is no flavors, none of the flavors added. Mm. They're they're. No, they're just carbonated water sucks. Well, there's so different. In the, there's different types of carbonated water. There's like there's different yes. minerals that make it taste differently. Well, there's like carbonated tap water, carbonated spring water. There's um, mineral. If it's pure water, the mm-hmm. thing that makes it different is the size of the bubbles. Oh yeah, what the kind size of, bubbles of the do you bubble? Like? like like it could be the exact same kind of water, all filtered tap water or whatever, and it's the size of the bubbles and amount of bubbles that matter. Mm-hmm. The bubbles in the Lacroix cans that I've opened, and which is very different from the flavored Lacroix, the pure pure ones has chunky bubbles, huge oh, bubbles. Can't have a chunky bubble. Chunky, and so it makes it not good. I you need like the best are the microscopic fizzy fizzes. Mm-hmm. Baby that bubbles. feels them tingling in your mouth, really like scraping at your enamel, you know? Mm-hmm. Just dissolving all of the bone. Yeah. And so uh, I'll drink it, but I won't be happy again until I have a soda stream. Gotcha. May I recommend um, either San Pellegrino sparkling water or... Do love Peri- that. Peri- what is it? Is it Perrier? Perrier. Perrier. Um, uh, and there's those, one called Polar something. Oh yeah, Polar. Um, I've had, because like sometimes I buy um, sparkling waters 
when I'm making like uh, like a, I like to make a sparkling lemonade sometimes with gin sometimes not sometimes I just make a, a mocktail with it without any booze but I like the I like the Perrier the most I feel like it has the smallest more fizzy bubbles that no no chunky bubbles with the Perrier in my in my experiences Perrier's so, good mm-hmm. but it's more expensive that, and I'm just yeah. looking for like the LaCroix is I'm the, the it, yeah it's the something to get me through the week you mm-hmm. know well, I'm I so drink, sorry. Sam, I can't drink water plain. <laughs> That's it's something you need so to take up with gross. your therapist. Uh, and it's meanwhile, so gross. I think that just plain old carbonated water is gross because it tastes bitter to me. It's like really it, bitter and gross. It is 100%. The, it might be a more acquired taste than beer. Because you remember how much I hated it. I hated carbonated water. I mean, you hated water. I And I did hate water. I still hate water. But, like, <laughs> it just tastes, like, crisp and refreshing to me now. It feels like it stays cold longer. Um, I don't know. It just tastes a lot better to me. I feel like the carbonated water, like, drinking straight-up carbonated water is one of those things where you start drinking it only for the aesthetic and you hate the taste. And then you keep drinking it and then you finally get used to it. And then you just keep drinking it. I feel like no one no one starts drinking carbonated water because they enjoy the taste. It's always an aesthetic thing. Prove me wrong. Um, I I didn't start drinking it because of aesthetics. <laughs> I mean, you started drinking it because Justin had it in the house. But Justin didn't start drinking it. You don't. Justin is probably the person to least care about aesthetics in the entire world. <laughs> I have to dress this out? man. This man tried to wear pink shorts with a red shirt, and I said, Justin. That is literally that's that's my that's my brand. I said no. That's not the taste. move. So yeah, he's he definitely didn't start from aesthetics. I think it's like um, I don't know. It's just it just from a health standpoint. I know that it turns into carbonic acid. It's better to drink it with a straw because over time, like it will hurt your teeth. Right. Um. But also being dehydrated is probably worse. Um. But it's a million times better than drinking like a coke. Or something like that. True. So, um, yeah, no, I've read a lot of articles about like it versus water. Uh, so I think a lot of people start out drinking it as a health thing. They don't want to drink soda anymore. And it's not. It's literally mm, just water okay. with bubbles. Yeah, true. So that's your cheese this week? Yeah, I broke the soda stream. <laughs> Circling back here. <laughs> yeah, I broke the soda stream. And so I got I, I got the, it's called Misty. Is it called Misty Blue? I bought it in blue this time. Okay, cool. It's like a, like a light periwinkle. Mm. That reminds me of something. Now that I'm living back with my folks, my parents love to snack. And I need to, like, buy my own snacks because, like, they have, like, potato chips in the house and shit that I don't yes. buy because because if I buy them, I eat them. And now they're, like, readily readily available for me. So I told my mom today, I was like, I need to go to the grocery store to buy my own snacks for myself because if I get into your snack, your, like, snack drawer, it's going to be the end for me. Like, I need, like, fucking dehydrated banana chips and fucking, like, rice cakes. So I have something to snack on at night that aren't like, you know, Lay's barbecue chips because I will explode. I cannot have access to these. Our parents, I think this that's like their generation. My parents just sit around eating Halloween candy year round. Yeah, my parents do that too. They have chugging Coca-Cola basket. They they fucking Yes! they, They eat 
this bag of candy while they're watching fucking ice road truckers every night at 9 p.m. And I was like, I can't live that life. I'm going like I'm already sedentary enough. I cannot have access to this. This is an <laughs> off limits zone for me because like it will ruin me. Yeah, it is just like and then like my my dad will be like, oh, I don't know why my stomach's hurting. And it's like he's on his eighth Coke. Oh he's God. got. The jar of little crackle bars beside him. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's just, and he mm. had ice cream for dinner. And that it's is like, so relatable. Mm. But he is trying, he is trying. He sends us pictures whenever he eats a salad. That is so sad. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> should we move on to our favorite things? We're running out of time. These are a few of our favorite things. Um, yours, You said before we recording, before we started recording today, that Yours was pickle related or the Sims related or both? Not really. It, I mean, it, it's, it's okay. So my, my main webcam for my streams has been a DSLR for a while mm-hmm. and that's been great, but I don't have the, um, I never did get the Elgato, uh, uh, HDMI plug in, whatever. I've been using, uh, Canon's webcam software, which turns mm-hmm. your DSLR into a webcam and then it doesn't output it at full 1080p. It scales it down, and it's also, it won't let you use it in other webcam programs. Like, your computer doesn't recognize it as a webcam. Oh, interesting. It's exclusively a Canon thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I wasn't able to use the Snapcam pickle filter. I haven't been able to be a pickle. Oh, God forbid. Oh, what a loss. No, it's a really big fan favorite on the Twitch to be a pickle at least once a week. Wow. Now, uh, I, but Elgato released uh, their own webcam the, this past like month or two. Mm-hmm. And um, it's called the Elgato Facecam. It is like fucking amazing. It's the only webcam where you can like control the, um, hold on, the ISO and the, the shutter speed. It's got like its own super amazing control panel where you can adjust the white balance. Like Logitech webcams, Logitech has some good webcams, but what Mm -hmm. makes them so shitty is the software. You can't do anything with them. So yeah, I I got it. And honestly, I would call it an upgrade. Like it is the clearest webcam. I have full control over everything. Um, The lighting on it is, a. I mean, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. Uh, 60 frames per second, 1080p. Damn. Rec- recommended. And I can be a pickle again at least one day a week. Jesus. What's the model number? Uh, it's just called the Elgato Facecam. It's the only webcam that Elgato has released. Gotcha. Yeah, no, I've heard really good things about them. I, I knew a lot of streamers that got review units when it first came out. And they were, yeah. they were saying some really good things about it. Obviously, you were not one of those people that got a free one. But, um, you know. Well, why is that obvious? <sighs> So. I don't I, I I mean you just said you had to purchase it so I assumed you didn't I did have free. to purchase it I did purchase it myself yeah, after I've seeing like good some good reviews of it yeah well every once in a while because webcams are just so much easier and to be honest nobody gives a shit that you're using a DSLR on Twitch Ooh, yeah the you're, you're a tiny not that little great. window you know if you're trying to do like a, a bokeh effect I mean, you can, for one, simulate that. And for two, nobody cares. Yeah, no for one, one shit. Like, your camera is so small in the corner of the stream, of the whole thing, especially if you're, like, a gaming streamer. Nobody cares. And for just, and for just chatting ones, it's fine. And honestly, I tend to argue that 
what people don't realize is is Twitch is more. I feel like the audio is more important on Twitch than yes. like your, your video quality. Well, and the Elgato face cam doesn't even have a built in mic, which right. is so it's like you it's nice because they like they got to use that money to make the camera better. And then no one on Twitch uses their webcams mic. No, right, exactly. The only time you're using your webcams mic is when your computer automatically changes it to your webcam mic and you're like, oops, I got to change it back. Yeah. So it's nice to not even have that option. Well, good. Well, I maybe I'll have to tune into your stream. Maybe I'll look for a couple minutes and then leave. A glowing review. If you're in the market for a good webcam, the Elgato face cam. How much is it? Is it like 200 bucks or something? I think it was 200 bucks. That's not bad for a good webcam. No. And if I mean, and other people are like, I'll just get a DSLR. That's like 800 bucks. Yeah, that's like at 800 bucks. And then you have to buy the like DSLR to HDMI adapter you for your capture card and like the cam link. Other thing. Yeah, the cam then link. Then you have to deal with the delay. Yeah. You, I mean, there's a lot of things to sort through and it's so much easier to literally just have a really good webcam. Yeah. Here, how about you, you know, pay $200 for the Elgato face cam and then spend the other $600 on fixing your janky audio setup? There you go. T, sis. Well, Which won't even cost that much. You can get a really nice audio setup for pretty darn cheap. That's true. It's always going down in price. Well, that's actually a good favorite thing. I'm surprised. Yeah. Mine are usually good. You, I think you might be thinking of yours. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just assuming that you were going to be like, oh, it's it's pickle. It's pickle again. No, it's nice to use Snapcam. So Snapcam is Snapchat's like web, they're a PC program. Where right. They're like the filters with your web filter API. And that's fun. That's just a hoot, you know, but mm-hmm. it's it's a secondary. Um, something that I realized is since I, I moved my, you know, my whole desk set up to my parents' house in this office, I'm right in front of a, a window and natural light and well, not living in a cave and having blackout curtains on your windows constantly and having only artificial light. Let me tell you, even with my old like Logitech C920 webcam that I bought five years ago, if you just put your desk in front of a window, you look way better. You actually look semi-healthy. I wouldn't say completely healthy, and it is an illusion, but some natural light can really push your your webcam you currently have to, you know, you know, way better limit. Whenever you tell me something about how you live, it's like another puzzle piece, you know, <laughs> you're connecting another dot to how yeah, horrible it's like, my life is. Yeah. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. What I would Very say. interesting. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, good favorite thing. I have one that isn't that bad. It's a, it's a TV okay. show. Um, I'll be the judge. I mean, you will be the judge of this. One thing that I, I didn't realize that I haven't talked about that I have been um, enjoying is the new Law & Order spinoff with Detective Elliot Stabler, who quit SVU many years ago, maybe like five to eight years ago, played by um, Christopher Maloney. Who I think is, I, I don't know what it is, if it's just like people realized lately that Christopher Maloney has been hot, or just the fact that like the gays are embracing his like daddiness as he gets older. But like Christopher Maloney has always been hot. And he was. Well, there was an article about his ass recently. That's true. That's true. And but he I like, thought... well, he was interviewed like about his ass or something. Because mm-hmm. he has a, an incredible ass. There's like, Great there's can. like. Yeah, great, great can. 
Um, and there's Twitter accounts dedicated to Christopher Maloney's ass, but he's always had a good ass. And it's like, I mean, I thought Christopher Maloney was hot when I was watching Law and Order SVU, like when I was 15, you know, I was like, this man could SVU my A, you know what I'm saying? Honey, that's what we call Law and Order STI. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. Honey, he could give me a Law and Order STI. Anyway, so Christopher Maloney left SVU. From what I remember, I think that he he wanted a pay raise and they didn't give it to him. So they they just cut him out and then he was doing other shit. Anyway, so they brought him back for his own spinoff um, called Law and Order Organized Crime. And essentially, he's like he's like busting like international drug organizations and shit. And he has like a beard and he's like built now and he always wears tank tops and he's like da D material. And it's like it's interesting because this law and order isn't um it's like the they have a main story that's going on the entire season instead of like having every every episode be a different story like it's it's like a it's serial is that what that's called it's like a serial story where it goes the entire season it's, which is something yeah it's not episodic it's not episodic which is something that law and order usually is there's like longer stories which i feel like makes it more in, in interesting um, and so, yeah, Law and Order Organized Crime just started its second season, and the first season was really good. I thought that it was shot well. Christopher Maloney was incredible. There's a lot of crossover episodes with SVU because he used to be on SVU and, you know, Mariska Hargitay and whatever. And and Christopher Maloney is just it's he's just so beautiful to look at and he's so rugged. And also knowing that, like, he embraces like how the Internet has has like objectified him and like made him this law and order daddy figure. And he just like is rolling with it is so cool. Um, So, yeah, the second season of Organized Crime has started. Um, I think it's NBC. Yeah, NBC Universal. Um, And yeah, the stories are interesting. You know, I like drama and I just, you know, anything with Christopher Maloney as Detective Elliot Stabler. It just brings me back. And he's just so, so nice to look at. Anyways, um, that's my favorite thing. Is Law and Order wow. organized crime, and I, I think it's good enough because there's been many a Law and Order spinoff that like didn't last very long. Like the only Law and Order spinoff that you know is currently airing that's it's is still continuing is SVU. The original Law and Order is done. Law and Order, they did like a Law and Order Miami. They did like a Law and Order LA. They did Law and Order Criminal Intent. Like none of those lasted. Like the one that has lasted the longest is SVU, and it's still running. Um. And I think organized crime hopefully lasts pretty long, too, because <sighs> Elliot Stabler is a dream dreamboat. So anyways, if you haven't given Law & Order Organized Crime a um, look and you were a fan of Detective Elliot Stabler in SVU back in the day, I say you should give this a shot because it's pretty enjoyable, in my opinion. So there you go. That's my favorite thing this week. There you go. Um, I'm just going to think I about your broken seen... soda stream. I haven't seen Law and Order in so long. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's still kicking. I think it's girl. just because, like, I don't watch. I don't watch TV. Mm-hmm. I don't like TV. We know. I hate it. I got into it with Justin the other day. He wanted me to watch a movie. We watched Paddington Two. I doesn't Paddington and Paddington Two have like a hundred percent ratings on Rotten Tomatoes or something? Yeah, they're like best movie of all times, getting Oscars and all that shit. And let me show you, it was really good. I've never seen Paddington One, but Paddington Two was. Fucking, it was, it was Amelie, but British and with a bear. Wow. 
I, I sense a new favorite movie. No, it's definitely not. But but it was good. He's too that bear's too nice. Mm. Um, yeah, no, it was good. But yeah, I'll. Is it on NBC? Yeah, How it's do on I N- watch NBC. It? It's on Peacock. Peacock. I mean, it's not. I mean, I I watch it elsewhere. I watch it in other places. So you can find it if you just look hard enough. Quibby. Oh my God! Remember, is that how you pronounce it, Quibby? <laughs> Did Quibby? I think Quibby exploded. Honey, I don't know. All I know is that we're 11 minutes over and we gotta go. Yep, great episode. Thank y'all so much for listening. Good favorite things. Honestly, yeah, uh, kind of good favorite things. If you are a Patreon patron, there will be a bonus episode this week. Uh, but everyone else, we will see y'all next week. Yep, that sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to our wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to... Alex P. Alex S. Alexander P. Allison B. Amy T. Andrew. Andrew G. Ashley E. Ben B. Barat D. Brian H. Carolyn A. Chris. Chris C. Chris K. Dallas E. David M. Deron C. Devin B. Devoy C. Emily H. Fauna. Helena B. Jared E. Javier. Jess L. Johnny B. Julian S. Keith G. Kylon C. C. Lindsay C. Marianne J. Martin D. Naomi D. Nick I. Nikki Q. Rose G. Scott A. Shaney B. Sylvie C. William W. Xavier D. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The, the Show! show.